are listening to Mama, You Got This, Episode 3, How to Deal with Overwhelm. In this episode, I want to tell you all the things that I have learned and I'm still learning about how to deal with overwhelm. Are you ready? Me too. Hello, beautiful mamas. Today, I want to talk to you about an emotion I think all moms feel frequently. It's the one that we create when we compile those mile-long to-dos in our heads, but just don't know how we will get it all done. You know what I'm talking about? Overwhelm. What if I told you there is a way to escape this all-encompassing and debilitating emotion? That you can actually decide not to feel overwhelmed anymore or at least very infrequently. It sounds too good to be true, right? But it's not, and it's so simple. I have learned and practiced quite frequently how to deal with overwhelm. I decided to Google the definition of overwhelm just out of curiosity, and I love the definition it provided me with. It said, bury or drown between a huge mass. I inserted the word mess instead, And the other one said, defeat completely. I've definitely thought before I was drowning into dues or buried in piles of laundry. And along with that felt defeated completely, which is such a dark and dreary feeling for me. So how do we stop this overwhelm? First, we need to name the emotion. We need to be able to stop in our head and say, right now, I feel overwhelmed. So when you're going about your life and you're having these feelings, you need to stop first and name that emotion. Right now, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Second, we need to figure out where we feel it in our body. Our thoughts create our feelings and these feelings create sensations in our body. And so for me, overwhelm is like a whole body sensation. My neck, arms, torso, my legs, they all feel heavy and exhausted. Third, we need to recognize that it's all because of sentences in our brain. What thoughts are we thinking that are creating this emotion? A lot of the time for me, it's thoughts like, How am I going to do this? There is not enough of me. And the most common thought I have, I have so much to do and just not enough time. My fantastic coach has helped me to realize that this is an abundance versus scarcity thought. When we have too much of something, but not enough of something else. As moms, And just women in general, we tend to create these lists of to-dos that become miles long, which is our abundance. And then we begin to think thoughts of scarcity around time. This just creates, for me at least, a downward spiral of thoughts and emotions, and it's, it's just all bad. So overwhelm is one of the few emotions I believe does not serve us as human beings. It doesn't... Sometimes guilt, not that we need to sit in guilt, but sometimes when we have feelings of guilt, it's okay to feel guilty sometimes. Sometimes we did something wrong and we need to feel guilty for it because we're human and that's 
the only way we're going to improve and become better. And it's okay to feel sad sometimes because there are going to be thoughts and there's going to be reasons in our lives that we think are reasons to be sad. But overwhelm, I don't think, is an emotion that we need to feel. It does not serve us as human beings. So there's no reason for us to stay in this feeling. When we allow feelings to remain or continually end up in the same type of emotion, it's called an indulgent emotion. And overwhelm, at least for me, is definitely one of those indulgent emotions. So I also googled the word indulge because it's fun to google words sometimes. You're welcome. It said to allow yourself or another person to have something enjoyable, especially more than is good for you. Well, at first I was like, yeah, but overwhelm is not good for me. <laughs> but overwhelm may not feel enjoyable. And it doesn't. But it might feel safer to the brain than the alternative. And the brain's job is to keep us safe. So to stay in that safe place of overwhelm. Does that make sense? In order to get rid of overwhelm, we also need to look at the result it is giving us. It's usually not a good one. When I'm having thoughts that create overwhelm, I usually am not productive. I tend to wander around the house. I maybe start small little projects here and there, but I never finish anything because my brain is like on hyperdrive, thinking of all the different things I need to do. And so I'm kind of ADD and I bounce from one thing to another to another and I never finish a task. And then I stall as well. I'll go on Instagram, I'll go on Pinterest, I'll text a friend and tell her all the things I have to do. But am I doing any of those things? No. Because this overwhelm creates inaction. When what result I really want is to take action. So then how do we fix this? We need to change our thought about our circumstances. Our circumstances in this case would be our to-dos and the time or whatever circumstance it is that's creating your thoughts that create your overwhelm. But just for this example and these purposes, I'm just going to stick with our to-dos and our time. So we need to know and we need to remember that the items on our to-do list are neutral. They are not the thing that is creating our overwhelm, our thoughts about Our to-do list is creating our overwhelm. Also, our time is neutral. The time, the amount of hours we have in the day will never change. The way we think about our time creates our feelings. So that time is neutral. Just what we think about it is creating how we feel about time. So what if there actually is enough time to get done exactly what needs to be done? This is a thought that I frequently choose to believe and it does help me tremendously. So there's lots of different thoughts we could choose to think about our to-dos and our time. We could choose to think we will get it all done. We actually can do all the hard things. Um, And for some people who believe in in a higher power, they have thoughts and beliefs that they will never be handed something they cannot handle. And I personally choose to believe that God gives us hard things we can't handle all the time. But I also choose to believe he creates a way for us to overcome those hard things. So 
you personally need to find a thought that is believable to you. You can use any of the thoughts that I um, am using as an example, or just find a thought that creates less feelings of scarcity with time and abundance with your to-dos, and even try to bring it to a neutral, a neutral space. So if it's time you're overwhelmed with and your mile-long list of to-dos that never seem to end, maybe thoughts that you will get done exactly what you need to get done and you will have just enough time to do it all. Or it will get done when it's supposed to get done. Maybe it's okay if the laundry doesn't get folded and we live out of baskets for a few weeks. We totally have been. (laughs) I with launching this business and getting my coaching going as well as going back to work we have been living a very full life plus we have activities that we go to in the evenings there's just been a lot going on i have had to adopt this thought that it's okay that the laundry doesn't get folded and that i have to search for clothes sometimes Eventually, I will be able to get the laundry folded again, and I will get caught up on that. But for now, it's okay that the laundry doesn't get folded. And it's also okay that my dishes aren't getting washed every night. I really like having a clean sink and my dishes washed every night before I go to bed. But some nights it's just not happening, and that's okay. Real life moment. I have three boys out of my four home right now. One of them is extremely sick. And trying to record this podcast is almost creating a little bit of overwhelm because they keep coming downstairs. I'm trying to hide in our little office so I can get this done quietly. It's not going to happen. So I apologize for the stomping upstairs and the other little noises you might hear throughout the rest of this podcast. But all I can do is do my best and they're tiny boys and they will only stay quiet for so long. All right, so moving on. What else has helped me? So what helps me a lot with my overwhelm, apart from the recognizing the emotion, finding where it is with my body, and then realizing the thoughts that create it, is planning my days. So what I do first is I sit down once a week, and sometimes if I'm not quite sure how my week is going to go, I'll do it twice a week. I'll do like half my week. On Sunday, I usually do it Sunday night. Sometimes I do it Monday morning. I'll do either my full week or half week. And first thing I do is I do a brain download. I take everything that's going on in my brain and I just get it all out onto paper. Sometimes it's thoughts. Uh, a lot of time, usually Sunday nights, it's just my to-dos because I'm like, oh my goodness, I've got to run kids to this place. I need to run this errand. I need to get groceries the laundry is piled up. Um, I have to work now on these days. And so I, all of these to-dos, I just get it all out on paper and I just keep writing everything that's in my brain. I get it out. Once my brain is completely emptied, then I take a minute and I look at my list and just like, just take a minute. Cause sometimes other things pop in and I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to do this. Well, once I'm sure my brain is empty, then I categorize my list. So I put it into things that like really need to be done this week. They can't be put off. Things that I would want to do. And then things that I would like to do. 
Um, and then after that, I just cross off anything else that really isn't going to fit in or I don't want to do because really you get to do whatever you want to do. You're a grown adult. That's kind of the perks of being an adult. You get to choose what you want to do. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But you're like, well, I don't want to make dinner. I have to feed my kids. Okay. But do you want to feed your kids? Usually, usually you want to feed your kids, but you don't have to make dinner. You could order dinner in, or if your husband's willing, you get your husband to make dinner, or you could just feed them crackers and cheese. We have totally had smoothies and microwave popcorn, and my boys love it on nights that I really didn't want to make dinner. So you really don't have to do anything. You don't even have to get out of bed in the morning if you don't want to. But usually there's things that you want to do. So does that make sense? I hope that made sense the way that I articulated that. So decide the things that you actually want to do. And don't do anything out of obligation, which I'm still working on. And do it because you want to do it. Because there is a reason. Sometimes you don't want to go to work, but you do want to make money. Because there's other things that you want. So there is usually a reason you do things because there's an underlying reason of something that you want. So once you've crossed everything off that you don't want to do, then I fill in my calendar and I start with our import appointments and the most important things that are usually scheduled in pretty inflexibly. Unflexible? I don't know if that's a word. (laughs) Things that aren't going to move that need to get done at a certain time. And then after that, I plan in my free time and the things that I really want to do that week, the things that I do for me. And then I fit in everything else. And usually I can fit in most things, which is amazing because some weeks I look at my list and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know if this is going to happen this week. And it does. And I am able to get my boys to the sports they need to. I'm able to work out how much I want to. I allow time for like friends and a date night with my husband. I would like to allow myself more reading time, but I will work on that. And then after you do this and your calendar is all filled in, then you honor your calendar, which I think is the hardest part. It definitely is for me, but I'm getting much better at it. So if you have scheduled in to fold your laundry at a certain time, then you fold your laundry at that time. If you schedule, then you're going to clean your bathroom, you clean your bathroom. Even if you really don't want to clean your bathroom, you just do it because your calendar says you're going to do it. If you decided you were going to read at a certain time, then you read and you keep those commitments to yourself because you are the most important person, which may sound selfish because you need to take care of your kids and your kids need certain things. But if you don't take care of you first, how are you going to take care of your kids? Just like the when you're on an airplane and those little masks fall out, you always put your oxygen mask on first because you can't help anybody else out if you're passed out. So honor your calendar. And if it says to do something and you don't want to do it, just do it. I know you can do it. So a lot of us have kids and these tiny little humans they really could care less about our plans and our schedules and our calendars and our to-do lists. So I get that it can be hard to make a plan. 
But it's okay if it's hard because you can do hard things. I know you can. So schedule extra time for things when you know your kids are going to be awake and around. If it's going to take you 20 minutes to clean the bathroom on a normal day, I don't know how long it takes you to clean the bathroom, I'm just saying. Then, and your kids are going to be around, schedule 40 minutes to clean your bathroom. Because then if they come in and they're bugging you or they want to help, which is amazing if they want to help, then it's okay if it takes longer than 20 minutes. But if it actually only takes 20 minutes, then that's amazing because you just freed up some time for yourself later. And you know what? It's also okay to fail. That's how we succeed and we grow. So if you plan out your week and it goes nothing how you planned, that's okay. We are living a human life and a human existence and not everything is going to go exactly how we plan it. And we are going to fail. If we never failed, we would never become more than we are right now. So fail away, my friends. Fail over and over and over. Because I promise, once you learn how to fail and to get back up and to try something new, your results and your possibilities are endless. So this week, I want you to try that. Try to plan out your week and fill in your calendar and honor your calendar and see if it makes a difference in your overwhelm. You will never completely rid yourself of overwhelm. Those familiar safe thoughts that you have been living with for your whole life will still make their way to your brain. But as you practice thinking new thoughts and replacing the old thoughts, overwhelm will become more fleeting and not a regular residence in your life, which is kind of exciting. So as I was saying before, I have my, I have a sick kid at home. Uh, yesterday, I was actually writing this out and planning on recording it. And my child was sick yesterday too. And typically on those days, I only have my baby home in the mornings and the rest, I have a preschooler, preschool in the mornings and my other two are in elementary school. So I had some free time and that's when I had planned to get some stuff done. Um, but he was sick and so he was not going to school. So, and then I had also been driving to take my preschooler to preschool and he had put his shoes on and forgot to put socks on. Well, we got to school and he realized he was not wearing socks. It was the end of the world in his little toddler brain, not toddler, preschool brain. <laughs> it was the end of the world in his preschool brain. And he just didn't want to go to school. He's like, I can't, I can't go to school without socks on. I can't, everyone's going to laugh at me. He was just so upset that he forgot to put socks on. So instead of only having a sick child and a baby at home, I now had a sick child, a preschooler, and a baby in the morning. So my morning was not going how I planned it. I have also been helping my husband and his business get ready for his taxes and get some I don't even know, tax stuff done. I am not a tax person, so it has been a learning curve for me. My husband is very good at adding to my to-do list last minute, so I can't plan or schedule it in. He's so great at asking me to do things on my most jam-packed and full days as well. He definitely keeps me on my toes and helps me remain a little bit flexible, and I definitely love him for it. 
So as I was getting home yesterday from trying to drop off my preschooler, but then not succeeding at that, my husband called and provided me with some things that needed to be done. Immediately, my brain went to this space, it's safe place of overwhelm. I've already got so much to do today. How am I going to get it all done? Plus, I've got three out of four kids home when I normally only have my baby home during the mornings. So really wanted to go to that space of overwhelm. But I was able to recognize those thoughts pretty quickly and redirect my brain to thoughts that empowered me instead. I'll get it done. What really needs to get done will get done. And I can do hard things. So I got this, ended up getting this podcast all written out and ready to go. And I was just about to record it. And I mean, in between taking care of kids and dealing with my sick boy, I ended up not recording it yesterday because my son who was sick needed to go in and see the doctor because he was getting a lot worse. Thankfully, he's okay, and we're hopefully on the mend today, but things got pushed off, and I was not able to honor my calendar, but it was okay, and some things are going to come up that are going to be emergencies, and you're not going to be able to do what's on your calendar, and that's okay. You just got to roll with it, and just, and you're going to feel overwhelmed, and that's okay, but just recognize that it's a product of your thoughts. And it's totally natural and it's totally normal. I just wanted to end with some exciting news. I am now taking some clients into my coaching business. I have a 90-day look and feel great naked program that I have launched. I help moms look and feel great naked in as little as 90 days without dieting, deprivation, or military exercise, no matter how much they gained during their pregnancy. So if you or anybody you know wants to look and feel great naked, I would love to set something up with you. The first session is always free. And I also am just taking week-to-week clients as well if you just wanted to have a free mini session. And you can email me at terilynwimbergcoaching at gmail.com. That's T-A-R-I-L-Y-N-W-I-N-B-E-R-G coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G at gmail.com. It's a long one. Sorry. I would love to go deeper into thought work with you and to help you manage your thoughts and your brain and to create the life and the results that you want for yourself. Thank you for joining me on this new exciting adventure where we will grow and talk about all the things motherhood. And just remember, mama, you got this.